0: The following is a Joel Mahalik production. The following episode of the Joel Mahalik show takes place between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. To the Joel Maholic show.
1: Wow, <laughs> you sound so like uh.
0: Well, last week you said I scared you.
1: Right. Well, you so know, I wanted to
0: slow things down.
1: Yeah. Well, a little. We have to say happy birthday <laughs> no, to we Joel Maholic. No, yes, we do, because okay, today's well, his so, birthday. So now you apparently did. Today is his birthday. <laughs>
0: go ahead get it all out.
1: happy birthday happy birthday <laughs> <All right. laughs> i'm being you. i'm done being stupid <laughs> thank,
0: you. thank you thank you yes it is welcome yes. everybody to the Joel Mahalik show i'm Joel Mahalik alongside the lovely Sharon yeah and uh, so welcome back to the podcast broadcasting uh, uh, not live, i was about to say live broadcasting <laughs> memorex at joelmahalik.com. Also, uh, from at joelmahalick.com, click the blue button that says subscribe to podcast, and you can get it on your favorite podcatchers, such as iTunes, Google, iHeart, Spotify, Blueberry, and the list goes on. And Raspberry, and, and <laughs> Pineapple.
1: Oh, no, they're not programs? Not
0: yet. Not yet. <laughs> but you, maybe you're giving me an idea. Maybe I start one. No, I'm just There kidding. you go. <laughs> so, uh, also at Facebook at JM talk and on Twitter at WQYB radio. So there are the various ways you can join us on the social media of the world. Yay. And we have a lot of things on the, for the podcast today. So hopefully we don't sound like it's too much. And no, maybe I we don't, don't get think it really.
1: does. I I don't think it does. And I, I went over all your notes and
0: yeah. And you approved them. I did approve them. Thank goodness. Yeah. But we may not even get to everything. That's the thing. That's the amazing well, thing about. Let's
1: see what we get to. Yeah,
0: let's see. Anyway, so real quick Happy though. Birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh interesting. <laughs> you know, it it, it it was uh there was a lot of uh conversation among all kinds of people everywhere, I'm sure, about last week's Super Bowl because a lot of people felt it was uninterested. There was a lot of people that were upset about the Saints getting uh robbed of their opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. So there were all y- y- these y- reasons. Know.
1: I agree with the masses.
0: Okay. And there were a lot of thoughts that people just weren't interested in, you know, the the Patriots being there again.
1: Right. And I mean, we've seen this rodeo before.
0: Yeah, and there were exactly. And there was a lot of speculation that the Super Bowl was going to suck and not a lot of people were going to watch it. Well, the news is in. And viewership for the Super Bowl this year fell to the lowest in over 10 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, who wants to watch the Patriots cheat their way through another season (laughs) into the Super Bowl and then cheat their way through that?
0: There you go. There you go. Yep. So apparently Tom
1: Brady needs to go.
0: (laughs) So uh, apparently, the big game on the network has fallen beneath 100 million viewers, first time since 2009 when the Steelers beat the Cardinals in the Super Bowl back then. So, 10 huh. years. 10 years. That's that's huge. So, it was, it did actually suck, even in terms of numbers.
1: And ratings, I know, and viewership.
0: Right. Um, we didn't watch it. And no. And it was the first time in a very long time that we did not watch the Super Bowl. I mean, usually yeah. we're interested in the Super Bowl as a sport, well, but I mean. Well, you were
1: going to watch the Super Bowl, but just not the one that was right, right. playing
0: well it, this year. It, it's not even that I for me I think it had to do with the fact that it was the Rams and the Patriots. And I th- there's usually interest for the sport but I've also I'm really I feel really beat up by the refs this year and the way the the refereeing was so it was yeah. like so it was a, it was a personal boycott but I didn't watch it either. I know people that watched last year's And had Super Bowl parties this year to watch last year's recording. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's what I'm saying.
1: People watch the Super Bowl, just not the one that aired this year.
0: Right. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, did you watch it? I I, want to know if you guys watched it. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. I forgot to do the Twitter question this week. I'm so busy, I forgot the question was going to be about about the rabies shock.
1: I know why Why you forgot. Why?
0: Because Go ahead. What's your smart ass answer.
1: It's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday.
0: Okay, so <laughs> What we've been wanting to do for a very long time, when we finally got the information gathered and then we wanted to do it on the podcast, is we wanted to talk about some of the weirdest laws that are still in the books (laughs) in these United States. Here, give um,
1: me some of them. I'll read some. You want some? Okay. Yeah.
0: We don't know how many we are going to get to. Yeah, Um, but
1: there was a couple in there. I was like, are you serious?
0: It's two-sided. What the hell was I thinking when I printed this crap out? So, anyway. um, So, Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with Alaska because it's the second state on the list anyway. But, right. Uh, <laughs> the internet is always extremely excited about the weird moose laws. Okay, Like the supposed illegality of giving a moose a beer on the aforementioned law against shoving one out of an airplane.
1: Shoving a moose <laughs> out of
0: an airplane? Seriously? <laughs> Unfortunately, those are all uh, old and, and or fake. And I, But there is one that's still moose adjacent. If you kill a moose... Or any big game animal, no matter the circumstances, you have to at least try to salvage the meat so people can eat it. What? So, hopefully, you know how to do that. Yeah. So, if you're going, if you're riding down the highway in Alaska, and I'm you, riding down the highway. Right. And you smash into a moose and kill it. Even though your car is demolished because you smashed into a moose, you have to pause and cut the meat out okay, of that dead so animal.
1: Like, what if, <laughs> what if you crash into this moose? And your leg's hanging off and your arm is, like, just wobbling there.
0: Pull out your pocket knife and crawl and, across the ground and get that meat out. And get that
1: meat out. Yeah, even if you if have
0: to cut your own leg off. And if you right. do, then take the part of the leg you cut off so that can be used for meat, too. Somebody has to eat. Ew. <laughs> okay, what do you have over there?
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, in New York, I don't know if anyone knows this, but you cannot take tiger selfies
0: where in new york you can't take a tiger selfie in new york
1: any big cats no you cannot do this
0: (laughs) Uh, excuse me you
1: cannot take a tiger selfie
0: who is who's interested in taking a selfie with a tiger
1: (laughs) some crazy person (laughs) but it's for your own protection like for real who would be crazy enough to, to, to take a tiger selfie.
0: Oh, oh. I I wouldn't. Definitely, I wouldn't.
1: I have another one.
0: Go ahead. Okay. I'm here. I'm listening.
1: In Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> you paying attention?
0: I'm paying attention. Oklahoma. Good.
1: You cannot make glue out of a skunk. Don't do it. Don't even try it. What? Can, can you even make glue out of a skunk? You cannot make glue out of a, out of a dead skunk. No. Well,
0: well, that would give that that uh, that would stop kids from sniffing the glue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, but in Oklahoma, just don't do it. Okay. All right. I'm just saying.
0: All right. Is that all you have for right now? For
1: right now, you <laughs> go ahead. I'm reading on.
0: <laughs> okay, so in Indiana, you have to make sure that you're not catching fish with a firearm. Um. Yeah. You're not allowed to what? There are two ways you are not permitted to catch a fish in Indiana. You may not catch a fish with a firearm, and you're not allowed to catch a fish with the hands alone, which some people would think that is uh, a stupid law, but there are people that go out, I think it's called noodling, (coughs) that catch fish with their hands and forearms.
1: Okay, yeah, but there's another law, and I remember reading it. Okay, go ahead. But no, it's pertaining to what you read. All right, go
0: ahead i stopped.
1: There's another law where you cannot catch a fish with your mouth.
0: Now, see, I'm never going I'm to catch a I'm
1: not kidding. Well... It might be in your stack. It might be in mine? Okay. Yeah. But I was like, what? <laughs>
0: uh, in Iowa, in Iowa, imitation butter is not permitted to be called butter or described with the words butter, creamy... I'm sorry, creamery or dairy... Nor can you market it with images of dairy cows. It must be marketed as oleomargarine. Iowa does not tolerate fake butter. Wow. So th- and and you, Sharon, like I can't believe it's not butter. Right. So you could not be in Iowa and eat and that fake shit. Well,
1: they don't yeah. want
0: they don't want you to eat it.
1: Then I'm not moving to Iowa.
0: All right, man. That's out of the question. Damn it.
1: I found the state that <laughs> has the the law where you cannot fish with your mouth. Where? Pennsylvania.
0: Oh, I spent a lot of my life in Pennsylvania. I know. I didn't even know that. I used to catch fish all the time in my mouth. Ah! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was in the Gettysburg Time archives. <laughs> <laughs>
0: from the oh, from, really from the Gettysburg yeah. Times. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay, so. Uh, In Maryland, which is very close to us, and not Maryland. Now, this comes from a state that for a couple of years, not so long ago, was taxing the rainwater that hit your roof. Okay? So, from Maryland. What? Yeah, you can't make this stuff up, man. can't make it up. (laughs) In Maryland, while there's no specific law against taking a lion to the movies in Maryland, uh, this does not presumably mean that one is allowed to take lions to movies, There is one against using any profanity while driving, Uh, or more specifically, while, quote, near any street sidewalk or highway within the hearing of persons passing by upon or along such street sidewalk or highway, unquote, no profanity while driving. Wow. How can you not be profane when you're driving anymore? Because drivers <laughs> you are You have idiots. to use profanity. You have to. Yeah. If if just to get if just to get it out of your system for a moment, so you can continue on, right, with sanity.
1: So on your way to Pennsylvania, where you can't catch fish with your mouth, you drive through Maryland. You, you can't, can't curse.
0: curse. That's right. You can't curse.
1: Can't curse in your car. Hmm. Okay, so Ohio, if you. Um, do a crime um less serious crimes you Mm know right jaywalking um stealing you know in ohio you can't be arrested on sunday or wait
0: a minute hold on on. on the
1: fourth of july
0: you cannot be arrested on Sunday. So that yes. means every crime committed, including murder on a Sunday, supposedly no, you can go... No, less
1: serious it. crimes. Well, what do they... I just
0: specified that. So you specified a couple. Okay, so where's the cutoff? I mean, what is the most serious... If I wanted to go to Ohio today, and what is the most serious of the less serious that I can do? Well, I'm wondering.
1: I don't know. I'm just saying. I didn't know you
0: could be arrested for jaywalking.
1: You can you absolutely can be. I
0: jaywalk all the time.
1: Well, I'm saying if a police officer had a bug up his butt,
0: hmm.
1: he could, um... Well, he would give you a citation for <laughs> jaywalking. But, yeah, in Ohio, you cannot be arrested on Sunday or on the 4th of July.
0: In California, if you have frogs as pets and they die, you're not allowed to eat them. Ew. Why would you want to? Well, I mean, if you, look, if you have frogs and your frog dies, <laughs> doesn't it sound like it's frog legs for dinner that night? I mean, that's a... Okay. I wouldn't eat frog legs, but there are people in this world that eat frog legs. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Wow. You have to just go to another state and visit friends with your dead frogs and then cook them up there, I suppose. I don't know. you got the bulk of the lols over there.
1: Right. Or
0: I'm just not looking very well. <laughs> so... Um, in Louisiana, you can't order goods or services for someone who doesn't know to expect said goods or services. You cannot surprise people. You cannot order someone a surprise pizza. Um, so I mean, well, and, and people have done this before. You know, this yeah. is a big thing: surprise people with dinner. Yeah. You know, um, but you're not allowed to do that. You're also not allowed to steal crayfish in Louisiana, and I can see why that's a law in the books. Crayfish is like. Isn't that like the the the, the yeah. state animal or something?
1: <laughs> Ew. Okay, so in South Carolina, real quick, in South Carolina.
0: I like South Carolina.
1: If you're 18 or older, congratulations. Thank you. You may legally now play pinball. <laughs> In South that's Carolina. A, so far, that's my favorite. You can't <laughs> play pinball
0: under the age of 18? Yes. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Is so. there more of that
0: law? That's crazy. That's it? No, that's it. That's that's it. that's it. You cannot play pinball. I would love to hear from somebody in South Carolina <laughs> on that law. I mean, I really would.
1: And did you know that you cannot play it under the age of 18? I
0: didn't. Or are you, or no, you I'm, you're theoretically ter- asking the person I'm that will talk to us? theoretically asking if somebody the reaches out to us.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. Um, in Kentucky, it's unlawful. By the way, South Carolina, by far my favorite law so far. That we discussed. Yes. I mean, some of them are funny, but that is just yeah. outrageous. Yeah. If I want to yeah. play pinball, I'm going to play pinball. That's what kids do. Right. But in well, South not Carolina. in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> in Kentucky, it's unlawful to sell dyed baby chicks, D-Y-E-D, dyed. Um yeah, you know, the, the ones that you eat? Yeah. What are they called? Help me out.
1: Um, Baby chicks. chicks um. Uh,
0: what are they called? You eat like a million oh of them every Easter.
1: No, I don't. Oh, my God. What are they called? Dude,
0: they're right. Uh, Peeps. 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 Okay, there you it's, go. Un- it's unlawful to sell them um, in Kentucky, unless you're selling them in groups of six or more. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh my God!
0: <laughs> I think sometimes with some of these laws, the, it, the, strain, the 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 bigger question is is not the law itself, but what them.
1: were they smoking yeah, when they what, made the exactly. law?
0: Exactly. Like who made these and why? Why is you know who was so offended by chicks? Right. It's obviously, a congressperson in Kentucky who got pissed that they were selling only two packs. He wanted more. Yeah. Wow, they do because they do make them like four packs, the small packs, right? Ah, uh, no. I, I, I assume this means I, six I, in one pack, and not yeah. six packages. Yeah, Maybe that's or
1: they're talking about live chicks. No, dyed, <laughs> no. dyed like pink and blue and yellow chicks. No, sold in a six pack.
0: <laughs> and finally, in Arizona, you'll need a permit if you want to feed garbage to your pig. Yeah, that's, you know, uh, that's that's a really crazy law because people are usually uh, complaining about the fact that you need a permit to fish. You need to, you know, all these yeah. you know bureaucratic right. ways of needing permits. Happy birthday. Shush it. But you need a permit <laughs> to feed. Because what do pigs eat? You give them slop. You give them garbage. Yes. Yeah. But you have you know? to apply for a permit to do that in Arizona. I wonder how many pigs are even in Arizona. Think of that arid uh, climate in Arizona. Yeah. You know, pigs like to be sweaty and roll around in mud piles. Ew. And fight each other to the death. <laughs> to the death!
1: To the, the death, you pig. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so, uh, later on, uh, when we come back from break, a couple of things that really piss us off that we're going to talk about.
1: Okay. We'll, well you, talk about that well, you then. You know that.
0: Don't say anything, but you know about that when oh. the pisses us off. That and me uh, off. is this another one that pisses me off? That's another one that pisses us off? <gasps> yeah, that pissed me off, too. And I, and I have a big <laughs> driver story or two that, that's pissing me off. Wow. So when we come back, we're going to be pissed off. Wow. We'll be back right after all this. Right. Damn it.
1: This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
0: Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the program. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. And Joel Mahalik here with uh, the lovely Sharon.
1: The lovely me. <laughs> uh,
0: JoelMahalik.com, that's the website. Uh, also, you can find us at Facebook at JM Talk And Twitter at WQYB Radio. So that's how you get a hold of us. Molly's hanging out in the doorway. Um, so we got a letter from the IRS this week. I know we're like tired of dealing with the IRS, but we got a letter from the IRS and uh, they returned uh, our 2016s and they need us to fix them. Apparently, there's a question on your taxes, folks. It says something like, Do you have any dependents that you can claim? Any dependents that depend on you? Uh, any people yeah. that depend on you? Something to that effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, the answer I wrote, which was 8.5 million illegal immigrants, 1 million crackheads, uh, 3.5 million unemployable scumbags. And uh, 80,000 criminals in over 75 prisons and uh, 535 idiots in Congress uh, was not the answer they were looking for. <laughs> so the letter said that they, I had to correct, you
1: know. Your answer, right. Well, I had to
0: correct the answer. I had to correct the taxes for 2016. I, so um, I got here. We're going to send this back out. Uh, we're going to send this letter out tomorrow. It's going to go out in the mail. Um, I wrote him a letter back. It just says, uh, to whom may concern, who do we leave out? (laughs) Right. So we'll see how well that goes. Yeah. Because it's tax time. I know. We hate tax time.
1: Everybody hates tax time.
0: We particularly hate tax time. Yes, we do. Um, I think it's funny. People say it's that... How do they word it? They say it's that... It's illegal for them to tax us. Something like that. Yeah. And so you have these nut jobs that say that you don't have to do your taxes. You don't have to file your taxes. You don't have to pay taxes. It's a voluntary thing. Really? But then you know, you listen to these commercials about people that are in trouble for not paying their taxes and you're <laughs> yeah, like right. so how somebody explain that. How do you get around that? So yeah, oh I didn't pay my taxes, but they they're freezing your bank accounts, taking your house, or selling right. your stuff from underneath yeah. to you. I mean, how's exactly. that, how that? How is that voluntary? voluntary right. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, yeah, we're pissed off here today in this in this segment. Yes, of the show, we right? are. We're pissed off.
1: We're pissed off.
0: We were going to uh, you were taking me to work the other morning. Yes. And we're on this road. It's called County Road. So if you if if you're like a really person in oh, front of us, and you know where God. we live. You know what road we're talking about. It's kind yes. of windy. Yeah, windy.
1: Two lane blacktop,
0: and when you go around a curves, you barely have enough room for two cars. Right. So anyway, so we're on this road, and yes. we're doing the speed limit.
1: And Joel's driving. Was I driving? I yes. was driving,
0: yeah. I knew you were going to say something like that. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was not driving. And this ass hat <laughs> passes us on this road. On a double lined road, people. On a double lined little country bumpkin, 30 mile per hour roadway. Right. What is your hurry? What is your. I mean, seriously, what is your hurry that you have to do something like that? Right. Uh, another incident. Another day you were taking me to work. We Remember, uh, we were at, uh, at the the main intersection up here yeah and the light was red and
1: yeah. you remember
0: that car that it was in front of us got into the turning lane like he was going to say oh, oh, i forget yeah. the red light i'm just yeah, going to turn right yeah. and he goes all the way up to the to the light and the then light. slings across going straight yeah at right a in front light. of everybody at a red light again yeah. what is your hurry that yeah. you take chances like that with your life. How would
1: it be? You'd be in such a hurry. You, you arrive where you're going dead.
0: Right. Exactly. And one final this week, I was at the lunch with my assistant at work. And we were at uh, Wendy's. And we're sitting there parking the car. And you know how the parking lot faces yeah. the main drag there. Right. 40. So we pull in. And we're getting ready. And there's this tr- pickup truck honking at somebody because... He wants to get into the left turn of lanes, which have only just begun there in front of Wendy's. They're not right. even lanes yet. Right. And he's uh, honking and yelling. You can hear him in his closed windows truck yelling at the van in front of him because he didn't have enough room. So when the flow of traffic starts going, he, he and that lane opens up more, he gets over there, speeds up, and stops in line with the van to scream at the guy in the van.
1: Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these, that's
1: ridiculous. These
0: are the, these are three stories from the last ten days. I know, and that's just our experiences. Yes, I know. It is getting creepy out there on the roadways.
1: So many people get their driver's license at Kmart. Yeah, I'm telling you. So many. Not me. you <laughs> looking at me like I'm that. not.
0: No, you're looking at me like that. So, <laughs> all right. No. All right. Point to one. Which one's first?
1: Eeny, meeny, miny, 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 catch a doggy by his
0: toe okay. We at first Sharon believed this story to be fake So I went on a mission to find out if it was fake or not And it is not fake Okay uh, This is really crazy There is a 27 year old man From India
1: Okay. And his
0: name is uh, Raphael Samuel um, And He is looking to sue his parents For giving birth to him Quote unquote, without his consent. Well, and there goes our security alarm system. Right. <laughs> so he wants on his Facebook page. Uh, this is part of a anti-natalist movement that says having children is morally wrong. I know. I see the expression on your face. and I'm sure other people that are uh, that are listening to the podcast are probably spilling their coffee, like they were drinking their coffee, and it's just running down their mouth now. Right. Down because
1: their y- you may not have asked to be born, but if you weren't born, you wouldn't be able
0: to sue. Yeah, how can you give consent? Right. That, uh, again, for those of you that are probably now spilling hot coffee on your lap, without his consent, he wants to sue for them giving birth to him without his consent. Even though he says he has a great relationship with his parents, he intends to sue them. Uh, so let's let's look a little bit at the story headlines here. Um, so Raphael Samuel said he had a great had had a great relationship with his parents, but has compared having children to kidnapping and slavery. Wow. The twenty seven-year-old from Mumbai is an anti who believes it is wrong to put an unwilling child through the rigmarole of life for the pleasure of its parents. Uh, the anti <laughs> movement Hello? listen to this, this is my favorite phrase. The antinatalist movement is gaining traction. Really? In India, as younger people resist social pressure to have children. Wow. With social pressure. You don't want to have kids. Don't have kids. And listen, there are are a lot of people out there who should not be having kids. Exactly. Please don't reproduce. But anyway, I digress. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, He says, I love my parents and we have a great relationship, but they had me for their joy and their pleasure. My life has been amazing, but I don't see why I should put another life through the rigmarole of school and finding a career, especially when that person didn't ask to exist. The
1: whole argument doesn't even make
0: sense. Yeah. Listen, folks, this story really almost made Wombat of the Week. In fact, this story was Wombat of the Week until um, Chicago pushed him out. So there's a spoiler alert for later on. Um... So he runs a Facebook page called Nahia Land, uh, which has hundreds of followers, on which he regularly posts anti natalist material. One image is captioned Parents are hypocrites, with a text saying, A good parent puts the child above his wants and needs, but the child itself is a want of the parent. I mean, I'm, listen, I'm. My brain cells are dying just listening to yeah. these quotes. Offers.
1: I, I'm just stunned. <laughs> I am. I, I'm rarely in my life have I been stunned, and this uh, is one of those moments.
0: <laughs> a similar meme on the Facebook page reads: If parents truly know what is good for their children, why did they have them? And another asks: Isn't forcing a child into this world and then forcing it to have a career kidnapping and slavery? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's right here in black no, and you white. don't
1: have to have a career. Your career can be the fact that you're a bum.
0: So, uh, okay, so I'm going to wrap this up by saying this. Um, here's my thoughts about this guy, okay? Um, first of all, I cannot imagine anywhere on this planet a lawyer taking this case. I
1: know, right? It's
0: not going to work. However, the sad thing is, is I can imagine somewhere on this planet there's a lawyer who will take this case.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um <laughs> and a judge that'll hear it.
0: When Sharon said no, this is this is fake, I wished it was. And I wished it wasn't. Right. Wishy wishy washy washy. Happy birthday. Okay. <laughs> uh so this one is um this one really hurts because uh I Well let me let me tell you about it. So apparently a professor, Daniel Pollock Pelsner, an English and Gender Studies professor at Oregon's Linfield College of Gender Studies, yeah. anyway, um, he's now suggested that the famous scene from Mary Poppins, where they become covered in soot, Mary attempts to wipe it off only to, to discover that she has made it worse and so now owns that soot and adds more to her nose and her cheeks. So he says because of that scene, he says the 1964... Um, uh, film should be, uh, branded as racist because of the display of blackface.
1: It's soot.
0: Yeah, it's soot. I mean, you know, you had some on your Come arm on. earlier cause you were cleaning out the fireplace I and know. I was about to tell you that you were being racist. Wow. Well, see how simple no, that is. That's, the I was f- cleaning <laughs> out my stove, but see how simple I, that just rolled off my tongue and that's, yeah. and that's what's going on here. This is in the wake of all these um, uh, blackface pictures that politicians or famous people apparently years and decades ago did something, a play in school, more blackface, or, you know, and now 40 years later, oh, they're racist and they should not be in government or they should not be acting or, or whatever it is. That's how easy it has apparently become to say that. And,. My, my whole... T- what really pisses me off about this is this is what steers us backwards.
1: Exactly. Every
0: time something stupid like this happens...
1: I thought we were past all this. Right.
0: That That's my point. You think you're past that. And every time something like this happens and the people that are claiming it Say you're taking us backwards. No, you're taking us backwards.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, uh, that's ridiculous. Come on now. Part of film history, and this is part of the problem because people don't want to pay attention to history anymore. Part of film history back in the day, if you went back, you would find many, many films with many, many actors, and therefore, decades ago, many, many plays in many, many schools where this blackface was used. It's part of history. It doesn't mean that they were racist. Right. And it doesn't mean now that this book is racist. Just like Tom Sawyer is suddenly racist because oh they called the God. Native American in there an engine. So now that's gotta be oh labeled my racist. God. So they're the Come ones on that are destroying people. it. Yeah, they're the ones destroying it. You know, I I will never think that this is racist, and I think this professor should Get hammered across social media. Yeah, but he's got people that will listen to him. That's the problem. He has people that will listen to him. People who have nothing better to do and can't think for themselves. That's the other. That's the other problem here. Yeah, uh, people exactly. will follow him that do not think for themselves. So he goes on to claim. It gets better. He goes on to claim that uh, Travers. Oh, wait a minute, I missed something. Who's Travers? Who's Travers? Oh, okay, the writer of the book. He goes on to claim that Travers used the sweeps, the chimney sweeps, as a stand-in for black people in her books. No. Yeah. Uh, they
1: were doing chimneys. Apparently,
0: in the 1943 book, Mary Poppins opens a book, apparently, um, a housemaid shouts at a chimney sweeper, Don't touch me, you black heathen. So. Because they're it right, so up. From that line. Well, from that line, he, he's he's making a summation that uh, Travers oh is God. using chimney sweeps to what? I, I, anyway. Uh, good news is fans of the film have taken to social media to denounce the claims and suggest that perhaps the only insulting thing about Mary Poppins is Emily Blunt's attempts. <laughs> Apparently, Emily Blunt didn't play it good because they did a remake. I know. Yeah. Um, oh, well. And so this really pisses me off. This is the kind of stuff that that this is this is one of the reasons that there's problems in society. Is because Uh, is because of idiots like this professor. One of the
1: big reasons that there's problems. You know? uh, It's ridiculous. I know.
0: And it pisses us off.
1: It pisses me off.
0: We should have a segment and you saying it just like that. It pisses me off. Every week, we only have an hour, but let's—we should find a five-minute segment of something that pisses Sharon off. Pisses me off. <laughs> hey, I come back to this and cut out some sound bites so you just keep on going.
1: <laughs> Pissing me off.
0: I gotta remember where this segment fourteen fifty. <laughs> Pissing me off. All right. Uh, all right. So everybody, get on Facebook, uh, get on Facebook, get on your social media, and uh, seriously tell Daniel Pollock Pelsner to take a flying leap. Yeah, right. Off a chimney
1: <laughs> after you swept it <laughs> now, with it, your face. Did
0: I say anything wrong doing that? I want to make sure I didn't no offend him. no or, or offend no. gender study professors everywhere. No, right. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, right. I was given uh, an article to read, which I did, which I found pretty... I'm not going to lie, I find it interesting that the Native Americans prior to the Europeans coming here actually recognized five or six genders. What? Yes, they recognized um, several psychological genders. Really? Like, Like a man feeling like a woman, a woman feeling like a man really i found that to be amazing and at the same time you know i i, I, I don't know still stick to my guns where you know i talk where we talked still about before. feeling
1: like a man though
0: <laughs> i feel like a man yes okay <laughs> Jeez. anyway that's what i get for trying I'm checking. to check <laughs> coming up after the break ladies and gentlemen we have we have as uh usual the home stretch of the show the final stretch i forget what i call it it's the stretch yeah I can't. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's let's a try. stretch. Let's, yeah. So we have a new wombat of the week. We have a new hero to honor, and that's coming up afterwards. And of course, uh, look for uh, look for us to be putting out a question of the week on Twitter at WQYB Radio. Also, you can catch us at Facebook at JM Talk, and of course on the home on the home pad, on the or in, yeah. the, in this area of the United States, the home John, home John, <laughs> <It's laughs> JoeMaholic all right. So, and I guess you're, um, I guess you're leaving with Molly. I am. Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna miss a as good, I usually do. You're gonna miss a good wombat, but that's okay. I know you have things to do. Listen, d- we appreciate you coming by.
1: Well, I feel that I have a permanent seat here, so <laughs> you
0: have a permanent seat. Here. I'm not just stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we appreciate it. And everybody say of goodbye course. to the lovely Sharon. Thank you. We'll see her next Thank time on the you. podcast. Yeah. And when I come back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, honor the heroes and Wombat of the Week. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Look, Bullwinkle, we got a message.
1: Big mail from some founder. This is really what I call a message. What's the say, Rocky? What's the say? It
0: says they're listening to
1: 920-WON, the Apple. Mm, Brooklyn, New York. And now, here's something we hope you'll really like. Hello.
0: Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show?
1: I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a
0: little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off a new episode every Sunday at joelmahholic.com. So I use my computer every day. not even sure how I get along without it, but I wasn't prepared for a virus. Trojan they called it. One night I'm cruising along and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was gonna cost me a fortune. Boy was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, They can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show at joelmaholik.com. I'm Joel Mahalik. You can also reach us at Facebook uh, at JM Talk or stop by Twitter at WQYB Radio and check us out. While you're on the website, you can click the subscribe button and you can subscribe on your favorite player. All right. And if you don't see your favorite player in the list, uh, let me know. Okay. And I'll get it done. So uh, glad to have you back. On the show, a couple things, Uh, this is called the final stretch, I I forget what I call it, I do, so it's, you know what, it might be different every week, it's something stretch, it's the stretch, it's the last stretch, the final stretch, the home stretch of the show, whatever you want to look at, it's the last segment, and in this segment we usually include Honor Thy Heroes and Wombat of the Week. And before I get to them, I have a real quick story that I wanted to cover, and this was a great time to do it in this home stretch. It's a feel-good story uh, out of Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City refuses to let veterans stay homeless and builds them their own town for free. After two years of planning, a group of homeless veterans in Kansas City, Missouri will finally have a place to call home. The Veterans Community Project built 13 tiny homes consisting of four family units and nine single units, all... Fully functional. Not only will these veterans have a place to call home, they will also have access to classes on how to manage finances, cook, stay healthy, and overcome substance abuse. So, uh, going on here, members of the Veterans Community Project believe that without these homes, many veterans would end up in jail or still be homeless. They plan to continue on the progress made here by adding 19 more homes during Phase 2 of the project. There are also plans to build a community center for the residents. And um, what I wanted to say real quick about this is uh, I applaud the members of the Veterans Community Project. I, I, I do. I applaud them. I think it's an amazing thing that they're doing. And I hope it can be modeled and used elsewhere to do the same thing. I have been very outspoken. Uh, both on my programs and in my uh, blog about homelessness, especially as it pertains to veterans. You know, we're the only country in the world that does not take good care of our veterans. We allow these types of things to happen to them. And so I absolutely applaud this project. I want this project to see the light of day. In other communities across the United States, I really do. And so, I'm giving them mention because I, am uh, This is very special what they did. This is, and, and they're not stopping, folks. They're gonna. There's a phase two of this project, and there may be a phase three after that. You know, this is kind. This is the kind of stuff that we need to be talking about, right? We need to be talking about stuff like this, things that are affecting people right here. And so I want to give a really big shout out here on the program uh, to the members of the Veterans Community Project for uh, building this small, fully functional town of tiny houses for the homeless veterans in Kansas City. Thank you very much. I salute you. And I wish you continued success. And I wish other communities pick up on the template for this project. So thank you very, very much. Uh, so now, uh, at this juncture of the show, uh, we will fall into the uh, Wombat of the Week. Now, you can join in on the fun by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to my show. Simply email the link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com or radio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a message on our facebook page which is as i said at jm talk so get me those stories uh, and i will vote on the good ones now as i said earlier in the program uh, this wombat from india almost made the cut but was shown up by <laughs> was shown up by another story that uh, I wanted to talk about because it, it goes in conjunction with some things that we've talked about, you and I, uh, over the past uh, year on this program. Challenges. Those really stupid challenges. And uh, so, in this segment of Wombat of the Week, Boiling Water Challenge sends eight people to the hospital during the polar vortex uh, around Chicago. Uh, so, What happened was Loyola University Medical Center treated eight people for significant burns, according to a hospital spokesman. Victims range in age from 3 to 53, and some were bystanders trying to watch a friend or family member doing the Boiling Water Challenge. The challenge tasks people with throwing extremely hot water into the air outside during freezing temperatures just to see if it turns into a cloud of steam. Doctors at Loyola Medical's Burn Center say that bad aim and bad throws sent that scalding hot water onto people instead of into the air. Uh, according to Dr. Arthur Sanford, he says, We've seen eight patients and we're really surprised at how many people were trying the challenge and unfortunately failing. People can experience first, second, or even third degree burns when they accidentally spill boiling water on their feet or spray it on their body or face. I mean, I am, I condemn these challenges. Now, this is ridiculous. We're throwing boiling water up in the air. We're eating Tide Pods. We're getting out of our moving cars uh, and, and dancing next to them. I mean, people with... No wonder aliens don't come here to visit us. They just they keep on going, man. They roll their windows up and lock their doors as they pass Earth. And this is why. Because we have a bunch of wombats that are doing this crap. I mean, come on. What's what's going to be next on the challenge list? What's going to be next? Have we not learned? Do we not learn? <laughs> you know? Any of these challenges, the ice water challenge, the boiling water challenge. Uh, I, you know, and I'm a little surprised that the, the doctor who, who spoke to the paper... Did not just flat out condemn this stuff. He's saying, "Well, you know, when people do this, they can they can burn themselves if they don't do it right. If they don't do it right. How about if they don't do it all, they will not burn themselves? How about that, Doc? Let's go with that. And this, I I, I don't know, I don't know what people are thinking, man." <laughs> I'll tell you what you'll get out of it for sure. You'll wind up on this program as a Wombat of the Week. And that's why these people doing the Boiling Water Challenge are on the program and win the Wombat of the Week honors. I hope you're proud. The unfortunate thing is that some of them probably are going to be proud. That's the unfortunate thing. So, there you go. There's your Wombat of the Week. Get those stories in. So... Moving on from that, my goodness, put those papers away. Right to the fireplace. Uh, next up is uh, you know, a segment. If you're first-time listener to the show, we have a segment called the Honor Thy Heroes segment. And uh, it's published on social media and it's very popular on social media. So there are probably quite a few people who don't even listen to the podcast, sadly, be, uh, who see this on our, our our Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn? So we pull st- we pull stories from all aspects of first responders and uh, and whatnot, and we look for those amazing heroes uh, out there. And my point of that is to kind of counterbalance all the negativity um, with these stories that these feel good stories that people need to hear that these people are out there. Even though, even though it's this year, it to me if you, it it seems in the news it's becoming a, a almost daily epidemic that law enforcement are being shot and killed, shot and wounded. Okay, uh, I'll praise the heroes. I mean, I'm I, I'm 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 up to here, up to here. I know you can't see this, but I'm up to here, way up here. With these stories of law enforcement being gunned down for doing their job. But anyway, moving on to the Honor Thy Heroes. Uh, this week, we're honoring uh, two officers uh, from Ohio, uh, Middletown Police Department in Ohio, who, on their first shift working together, saves a couple from their burning home. Okay, so uh, Middletown Police Officer... Uh, Shioki Reese, a 10-year veteran and also a certified field training officer, ride in with uh, rookie officer Austin Mooney uh, last week <clears throat> um, on a Sunday night. And they heard over the police radio about a fire on Harlan Street with two pe- people possibly trapped. So they were only a few blocks away. They re- uh, responded to the scene, heavy smoke coming out of the door. Uh, 42-year-old Reese says, you don't even think. Um, you just run in and then you realize This is real. Reese said she nearly tripped over a 69-year-old woman who was lying on the living room floor. She appeared to be crawling away from a couch that was on fire. The woman, wearing a robe, was on fire, and Reese patted out the flames and dragged the woman out of the front door and onto the porch. Mooney, 26 years old, in his fourth month as an officer, went inside the residence and convinced the woman's husband, who was looking for his cell phone and keys, that he needed to leave the house immediately. Mooney then helped carry the woman safely down to the street where a neighbor provided blankets and a pillow. And the officers wanted to get the couple down the street because there were oxygen tanks inside the residence. And um, so within seconds after doing this, after getting them out of the house and getting them down the street, flames engulfed the house, windows were shattering, and the fire just grew exponentially. So this is the kind of things you don't hear about every day. Police officers running into a burning building to save lives. And while they're doing this, they're having other troubles. They're having other troubles across the country with criminals, with people who have lost touch with respect. I'll get back to that in a second, possibly. I want to I finish telling you about these two fine police officers from Ohio. So the woman was transported to HM Medical Center with moderate injuries, according to the Middletown Fire Report. Her husband, who wasn't injured, was driven to the hospital by police, and he checked out fine. So according to Police Chief Rodney uh, Mutterspaul, he said you cannot ask for better, better people. And I believe him. He's got some great officers in that department. And so this week on Honor the Heroes... The Joel Maholic Show honors these two officers from the Middletown Police Department. Again, their names are Shioki Reese and Austin Mooney. And we appreciate your service to the community. And before we completely get out of here today, I'm just wondering what happened to, uh, to society. It is Weekly definitely weekly, that I am catching stories of police officers being gunned down. Serving warrants, helping people at an accident, a traffic stop. And I sit here and I wonder to myself, how dare these people harm these law enforcement officers? How dare you? What happened to respect in this nation? When I was young, I was taught by my parents, if you ever encounter a police officer for whatever reason, it's yes sir, no sir. You cooperate. You do what he says. You respect the law. I also respect my elders. I don't know what's going on around here anymore. People have no respect. To think that you can take someone's life for doing their job. Maybe if you weren't breaking the law, you wouldn't have to deal with these people. You know, if they're they're delivering a warrant, stopping you for speeding, helping in an accident. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about an officer Helping out an accident. Somebody just starts shooting him. And then beating on him. Trying to kill him. What is wrong with society? What has happened to people? How dare you try to put your hands on another person. In harm. In harm. It's happening too frequently. No, I do not usually... I do not ever intend to go political on this program, but I would like to say that I would like for both parties, or all parties, because I know there are some independent candidates that are serving in Congress, to stop bitching and moaning about things that are not a today priority. A today priority is dealing with crime. A today priority is dealing with laws to... To ensure people don't repeat offend, and take a stance and get behind the men and women in blue, instead of chastising them, and creating this war on law enforcement. I'm sorry, I, I that you're just concentrating on things that matter to who you and your bank account and your pocket. Doesn't matter to me, what matters to me is what choices you're making, what agendas you're creating, what agendas you're following that make society a much worse place to live. The role of Congress is to make and enact laws that are for the good of the American people, not to fit your own agenda. And I don't take joy in coming on here every week on this podcast and talking about police officers continuing to be attacked. And I think the law community needs to get a little more... Cr- I almost say—creative, cre- creative. I think we need to help criminals understand in a better way that when they commit a crime, it will not be tolerated. All the way down to drunk driving. In this state I'm in, Delaware, I'm reading stories almost every two, three weeks about people that have been arrested for their fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth DUI. Excuse me? We need to make people understand that once once isn't even once is too much, but that once is enough. And if we find a way to do that, we'll be able to make society a better place, I think. So, anyway. So that pretty much wraps up the program for this week. Didn't mean to go on a sad note there, um, but uh, I, I, I hope you agree. I don't want to have to read news of police officers being shot every week. It's disturbing. So, um, with that, I want to remind everybody okay, new episodes every Sunday at com. Click the subscribe to the podcast button to subscribe with your favorite service. Also, stop by and say hi at JM Talk on Facebook and WQYB Radio over there at Twitter. Until the next time we come into your computer speakers or headphones, we want to say thank you for listening. And have a great week, everybody. We'll catch you later.